For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Christina Sazama about her wedding at Paradise Cove in Orlando. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose this venue and how she planned everything and how everything turned out. So welcome, Christina. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I thought my listeners would be interested to hear about your experience at Paradise Cove because it is a popular alternative to Walt Disney World weddings, especially for UK brides. And so I thought that it would be nice to find out, you know, how you chose it and what it was like planning your event there. And of course, as I said, you know, how everything turns out. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. So how did you guys choose Paradise Cove? Did you ever consider doing a Disney wedding? Yes, of course, we looked at Disney, but in the end, we just couldn't get it to work out. I mean, there's all the the different minimums that they have, but we also thought there were a lot of restrictions for the amount of money that we would have to pay for that. And food and beverage was a big concern for us as well. This Our reception to us is basically, it was like the biggest dinner party we would ever host. And I'm in the wine industry and many of our guests are either in the wine world or they work on the culinary side of things. And I think Disney does a great job, an amazing job at feeding you know tens and thousands of guests every day but we just couldn't get comfortable with the size of our party and everything with what they could do for our, like a smaller party like ours where the food and wine was really one of the uh, one of the top considerations so we did look around and we looked at different hotels and everything and we finally came across Paradise Cove and it's completely outdoors on a private lake and there's twinkle lights there's these pretty twinkle lights in the outdoor pavilion and the tiki huts they have a tiki hut so <laughs> it's got this it's like this authentic tropical florida feel and I, we really liked that it was private and we really liked that they were accommodating they let us bring our own wines we got to have a caterer that we really really liked working with and just all the other things you know there's there's a fire pit that you can have on the beach and and stuff like that but really it was just Paradise Cove was a perfect backdrop for us to really make a chill time and like a really awesome dinner party. 
Also speedboats. Don't forget the speedboats. <laughs> yes, we did that too. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> okay, so we'll talk about the speedboats in a second. Cool. Um, <laughs> so how did your guests react? Were most of your guests local or were they traveling and like, you're getting married where? Yeah, so we are somewhat local now. We're down in the Miami area. I'm originally up in New York City and my husband was in Colorado Springs, but we met on a dating website website called mousemingle.com. So yeah, exactly. It's a website for Disney fans. And I think we were among like the first success stories there. Um, in fact, the founder of mousemingle.com officiated our wedding for us. So his family is up in Seattle. Mine is more from the Chicago area, but my parents do live in Celebration, Florida. So when we said we were getting married in Central Florida and Orlando, like nobody was surprised. I think people were more surprised that we weren't going to be on Disney proper than, than anything else. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So then how many guests did you invite and how many were able to attend? Yeah, so we invited about 50 people and our final headcount was right at the 30 mark. We also had a wedding on a Monday, so that that trimmed some of the guest list as well. Oh, interesting. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay, so Paradise Cove has a couple different locations. How did you choose your venue? It's basically all in one space, but that was one of the things we loved about it is that it's one space for the ceremony and the cocktail hour and the reception, plus all the different, you know, nooks and crannies that you can have photos taken in. So we had the whole place to ourselves. And and it was kind of cool that there's like kind of these different, they're not rooms, of course, but, you know, there's a bricked patio and that was where, and with the tiki hut, and that's where the cocktail hour was. But you can also linger there, you know, if you didn't want to dance, there's a specific dance floor, which is separate from, you know, the actual reception site. And then the ceremony location is in the same place as well. So we had the whole place to ourselves. And that was that was one of our wish list items as we were looking at venues as well. So we did everything and we did add that speedboat entrance and we did add that fire pit and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> For my listeners who aren't familiar with Paradise Cove, pretty much all of your vendors are outside vendors, right? So correct. How did you yep. go about finding the caterer, the cake maker, all the different floral decor? Well, I use your podcast a lot. Yay. <laughs> I had to have the roots, of course. Um, and I had DJ Chuck, you know, but really a lot of the vendors were done. Yeah, of course, I used the Google and all that good stuff, but also word of mouth from the vendors that I had already hired because, you know, the roots were on, you know, they were one of my my first uh, decisions and all that kind of stuff. And then from there, just kind of asking the vendors and, and, and that really helped to put Put together a dream team since they all were really excited to be working with each other and had great things to say about each other. So kind of like that. And we're down in Miami, so we're not so far away that we couldn't visit, you know, visit vendors and have in-person interviews and stuff like that. So that was a huge advantage for us as well. Oh, that's great. So who did you end up using for your different vendors? So we did have a day of coordinator. They're called Dandy Details. We had Taylor. So amazing. So worth the money if you are going to have this sort of thing where, you know, you have all of your outside vendors and you're putting together this event with so many moving pieces. So that was the day of coordinator. Of course, we had the roots for photography. We had DJ Chuck. Our catering was by Arthur's, which was absolutely fantastic. Cannot recommend them highly enough. And then we used a couple of other 
local vendors for, we had a cheese wheel cake. So we had a, a local cheese maker and we had a pie pop lady. So the pie pop lady, but yeah, he was just asking the vendors who they liked working with. And, and that was our, that was our dream team. <laughs> okay. I have to back up here. Are you saying your cake was made of cheese? Our cake was made of cheese. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to win any points here. <laughs> <laughs> I do love cheese. So you just stacked the wheels like a cake? Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, La Femme du Fromage, they're in uh, Orlando. It, it was a cheese wheel cake. So we had, it's, and it's actually because um, my husband's sister and brother-in-law, they own a bakery. And when we got engaged, they offered to make us a wedding cake. And that would be like, whoa, that'd be awesome. But they're in Seattle. Oh. And we're getting married in Florida. And like, they're only there for a couple days. So like, dude, you're not going to spend your vacation time like making us a cake. <laughs> like, it's cool. So we ended up with this. Yeah, it was uh, Thomasville Tomei, I think was the bottom and then, which is kind of earthy. And then the drunken goat cheese in the middle, which is more of a smoother, nuttier kind. And then the top one was the, you know, your triple cream, the Briat Savaran, you know. So yeah, but it looked like it was stacked like a like a wedding cake. And it came with all like, you know, there was a local honey and then there was like all sorts of fruits and nuts and all that kind of stuff to go with it. So, so yeah, we had a cheese wheel cake. We didn't have cake. Okay. Then I have another question. How do you get pie on a pop? I don't know. That's why we had to have them. <laughs> they were heart shaped too. Oh my God. That's amazing. Wow. So it was, um, it's, it's a place called P is for pie. And again, it's in Orlando. It's a small bakery. Actually, when we went to like sign the papers and all that kind of stuff, they had like some kind of game of Thrones, like pie, which I don't watch it, but it, it just sounded delicious. Um, so they do savory as well as sweet. And so they did, um, it was like crimped on a stick. And one of them was, it was lavender honey was one of them. And then the other one was um, strawberry basil because it was right in the middle of strawberry season for Florida in February. <laughs> so, and they were great. Um, you know, we, we may have taken some home and yeah, they were good for the next couple of days too. They're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then naturally that leads me to, do you have any menu item recommendations? Because you said food was really important. Oh man. See, we could be like doing the entire episode on just what, what Arthur's put together. Cause they were, what I really loved about them. Cause you know, once we went with Paradise Cove, they have a list of vendors that you know, they work with uh, the, the catering and it makes sense. The catering, it has to come from their people because of the way it's set up and all that stuff. So they have to be vetted. So we called them, you know, most of them and most of them were like, oh, pick, you know, two proteins and three sides. And when, when we called Arthur's, I remember they're like, okay, well, we'll send you our regular menus. Everything is a la carte so you can create your own menu. By the way, what are some of your favorite ingredients? And you're like, whoa why? <laughs> you know, because they came up with some stuff. We probably had way too much cheese because we even started our ceremony with a little, um, a bruschetta of strawberry, basil, goat cheese kind of a thing. And then the cocktail hour, there was a bunch of past hors d'oeuvres, the little butternut squash tartlets and little Korean duck wontons, stuff like that. What was really cool for cocktail hour is, you know, there's like mashed potato bars where you get mm -hmm. your mashed potato and you put your stuff in. They do it with avocado. Mm. So avocado and you could put in what was it there was bacon there was corn there was all sorts of cheeses there was crab that you could mix into your avocado and make your own little avocado heavenliness and then we had a buffet so you know classics we had like a, a cabernet braised beef short rib and um 
and a pork roast with like a, a, a tart cherry sauce on it. But the, the standouts really pumpkin cashew curry with like a basmati rice. It was, it was savory and it was sweet and it was spicy and it was lovely. What else did we have? We had kind of an action station, like a martini. It was called a Cosmo Martini Salad Shaker, which was basically like mixed greens with like almonds and cranberries, blue cheese. And they would put it in the martini thing and shake it up with the dressing and then put it in a little martini glass for you. So that (laughs) that was just fun. One of my favorite dishes, so my husband and I are both redheads, so we're carrot tops and gingers and all that kind of stuff. So they made, it was like a tricolor carrot, so it was like the the baby carrots, but they're purple and yellow and orange and stuff, and they did it with a honey ginger glaze on that <laughs> for us, so, <laughs> so kind of a dish just for just for us redheads. So we had that and the the cheese and the the pies and everything. I I'm leaving out a bunch of other dishes, but it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and they also they also let us bring our own wine, which of course was important to me anyway, is to work with wines that that I have a personal connection to and everything. And so that was that was fantastic as well. Okay, fabulous. So for entertainment, you hired DJ Chuck Johnson. Yes, we had DJ Chuck, and he did the music for the ceremony and the reception. He did do that shoe game with us, except we had two sets of Mickey and Minnie in bridal attire to uh, to do that. So the shoe game where, you know, who made the first move, and, and my husband and I are back to back, and we hold up, you know, Mickey if I thought it was him, and Minnie if it was me. So we did that. Um, we also did have the, um, it's like the video photo mirror thingy. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Photo booth that's like a mirror. Yeah, so we did that as well. That didn't work out super well because it's an outdoor location. So so there was that there as sort of entertainment. Oh, and we also, we had the fire pit. So we, um, in addition to the pie pops and everything, we had make your own s'mores, like, mm. you know, with all the traditional, you know, Hershey's chocolate and all that stuff. So that was kind of entertainment, I guess. <laughs> and even stuff like our menus. Our menus had like, one side had the actual menu, the buffet menu, the other side had, a couple of different games one of them was like matching the love song to the movie the disney movie and the other one was matching the prince and the princess and you know little stuff like that that's cool so was it part of a disney theme or was it looser than that it was looser than that it was maybe more hidden mickey than anything but we did have a lot of different sort of Disney touches, in addition to our officiant being from, you know, mousemingle.com. <laughs> he did such a great job. But yeah, we had little hidden Mickeys here and there and more subtle Disney touches, I guess. Huh. And then you mentioned you added on an event at Disney. Yes. Yeah. So we had a um, we had a welcome party at Epcot. We did the, it's funny to call it a dessert party because we really didn't do a lot of sweets. So we had a, a welcome party doing the uh, illuminations thing and we did more savory food. We did the um, DIY nachos and then the uh, Mickey ice cream bars and Rice Krispie treats. So we did that. Yeah. And we also did, our parents had not met each other. So we did the hoop de doo musical review to, you know, get the parents, you know, in a rootin' tootin' time with each other. So that worked out pretty well, I think. (laughs) That's cool. Which location did you use in Epcot? So in Epcot, we used um, UK Lockside. 
So that was, I mean, that's such a fantastic location. Unfortunately, February, you still can have rain events. Um, although we picked February because it's mild and dry. Mm. And it was our wedding, like our wedding night was 70 degrees at night with no wind whatsoever. It was perfect for the welcome party. It did rain exactly at eight o'clock when our party would have started. So yeah, you can't have food out when it's, you know, just a quick rain like that. So they moved us and they moved us to Spaceship Earth. And yeah, (laughs) so (laughs) I had never been in that room before. And it wasn't really, you know, just, you know, it's different. (laughs) It's it's very, (laughs) very blue. (laughs) Um, And it was, uh, yeah, so that was, that was, not quite even the backup location I was thinking of, but we were a smaller party and they said that was the only thing available. So, Hmm. so we were way over there (laughs) before. Did you still get to go out and see the fireworks? We did. We did. It was actually a little frustrating because um, it was such a long walk and we have like our parents are both in their mid seventies and you know, my husband's dad is in a wheelchair and everything. So that's, that's quite a haul (laughs) for, for something like that. So yeah, that was frustrating. But we did get to we get to we did get to see most of it. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And then because I'm constantly telling people that they should cut their dessert party menus down to just nachos and Mickey ice cream bars, I have to ask: Did it work out, or were people like, "I'm still hungry"? Oh, I think it worked out. I think it worked out. I didn't eat anything because I was wearing white, so you know, you don't. <laughs> do um, but uh, yeah, I think it worked out. And we, you know, even for the this welcome party, I did we did bring our own wine for that as well. And they, they did let us, you know, put it in a little coffee cup and put the little cap on the coffee cup so it didn't spill and walk around and everything. Yeah, I don't think anybody was really complaining about that. Not that I heard of. That's interesting. Did you formally like pay a corkage fee to bring it or did you just bring? No. Well, I mean, we had to physically deliver it. They still charge you a 24% service charge on the value of the wine. Yeah, which which is frustrating because one of the wines in particular is a wine that I work with that is actually carried at several outlets within Disney's property. And yet, uh, instead of Hmm. being able to get it, we had to pay the the service charge on that. So that was that was a little frustrating, but whatever, at least it it was something that we really wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Okay, so when you were planning your wedding, what were the most important aspects? You mentioned food, you mentioned photography. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much it. To, to have a place where we could bring our own wine was a big deal. You know, again, the food to, to have something that we were really, really excited about. That was certainly, I'm going to put food and wine together. So that counts as one. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, I got to think. I mean, photography, of course, because yeah after the wedding everybody you 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 have a husband and you have photos and that's about it so um (laughs) that and then it was really the third most important aspect it's really like the guest experience right we had dozens of diy projects my husband is very crafty so we had dozens of diy projects but the criteria was either it had to enhance our guests experience of the weekend or it had to be something meaningful to us. So it wasn't just for the sake of being pretty. So we focused a lot of attention on there. I'm pretty sure we didn't save any money on that aspect, but <laughs> we certainly <laughs> spent a lot of time on all sorts of DIY projects. And that's how the the hidden Mickeys and whatnot really, you know, showed up in, in our wedding like that. Okay, got it. So then what aspects were less important where you either saved your time or your money? 
Paradise Cove. I, I don't know if you've ever been there. It is gorgeous on its own. You know, it's got the tropical leaves. It's got the palm trees. It's got the dripping Spanish moss. So we actually didn't hire a florist at all. But see, that doesn't save money. That means that, you know, I made a brooch bouquet and my husband made park map flowers and stuff. We made our own centerpieces and all that stuff. So having a florist with flowers, that was not important to us. We did not have any video. So that was another one. And then, uh, well, we didn't have attendance, which I'm pretty sure you save money somewhere <laughs> along the way there. That's my number so, one tip. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, you know, it's, it's our, our friends all have kids and stuff. Like, I don't want to codify my friends into a rank and an order. So we didn't have uh, attendance like that. So yeah, certainly save the effort there. I don't know if we saved any money by not hiring a florist, but... Well, but you didn't have to make brooch bouquets for all your attendance. This is true. Yes. Oh, that would have been, that would have been something. Goodness. <laughs> we had a long, I mean, we had, it's not a super long, I think we had 18 months or something and, and it was planned out. We had this little nat chart, you know, to make sure that all the projects were done on time and all that stuff. So it wasn't stressful in the end, but yeah, I don't know if we saved any money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I should ask, just in case this isn't your absolute favorite memory of your wedding day, can you tell my listeners a little bit about how the speedboat entrance works at Paradise oh. Cove? <laughs> see, and that's just it. I didn't get to see it. Oh, um, that's right. I mean, because, yeah, you know, because everyone stands, you know, well, they don't stand up yet for the, the groom, but they were all turning around and looking behind, and I was trying to poke my head out. I'm like, oh, shoot, everyone's looking. Anyway, so my husband's two nephews were the ring bearers, and so there's a speedboat entrance. And so they, they took my husband and the two nephews about um, 10 or 15 minutes before the wedding. They put them on a speedboat and the speedboat. So Paradise Cove owns the lake that it sits on. So it's a private lake, like nobody else can be out there if they say so. So they took them out on lake and took them to the far side of the lake. And so the officiant comes in and there's all the nice music and stuff. And then DJ Chuck, I don't know, scratched the record over to James Bond. And so the speedboat comes from the other side of the lake, does a 360 right in front of the ceremony space, and then pulls up to the, the sandy shore and, and everything. And and all the while, my husband and his two nephews are just chilling. They're standing up all like brave um, and they're, you know, dark sunglasses and stuff like that. And it's just, it's, it's actually not that expensive to add on. And it's, it was just a, a fun experience for guests. Oh, and especially the nephew's parents, you know, my, my sister and brother-in-law, because we didn't tell them that this was going to happen. And <laughs> we didn't tell the officiant that this was going to happen. We have pictures of the guests' reaction, and everybody was talking about it, of course. So, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what ended up being your favorite memory of the whole day? Are we still allowed to be like the ceremony was my favorite? So that's like a freebie, right? Yes, yeah. the ceremony is a freebie. I would feel terrible telling anybody that they couldn't say that that was their favorite. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have to choose. Yeah. Okay, good, good. All right. So beside the ceremony, like I said, we got married on a Monday night. So it wasn't like a super late party or anything like that. But a bunch of my friends decided to keep the party going. So they grabbed a bunch of bottles from the bartender and decided to go to someone's hotel. They had a suite at a hotel that was about a mile off of Paradise Cove. And it was just really cool because it was a mix of friends. Some friends who 
have known each other but haven't seen each other in a bunch of years and then some who didn't know any of anybody at all but everybody really clicked and so they just kind of collectively decided to have this after party and I got invited to the after party too um <laughs> so yeah like I was the last person to find out about it so my husband and I went and it was just you know just after the wedding just chilling um somebody put on like it was a play mix of like 80s prom music and it was just talking <laughs> and laughing and then someone realized like, oh, my flight, I have to be at the airport in like two and a half hours. So then, you know, we started to <laughs> go our own ways. But that was probably the best, um, best memory of the day like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, you mentioned the rain out of the welcome party. Did anything else go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Yeah, I mean, and it goes back to the the welcome party. And it wasn't so much that we got moved. Um, that's going to happen. But it was, <laughs> I just, the room shocked me. But, you know, what are you going to do about that? What was frustrating was that there was just like a lack of leadership among what was going on. So knowing that, you know, there's a guy there in a wheelchair and, you know, there's a lot of older guests here. When it came time to move us from Spaceship Earth to UK Live, Oxide, you know, I'm not the one timing this out. I assume that they would know when we should start going. But they were waiting for me to make an announcement that it was oh. time to go. So basically, but it, like they told people, like, we're leaving soon. So, you know, go grab an ice cream bar or something. So, but we were all just standing there still talking. I was, you know, engaged in conversation with people I haven't seen in forever and all that stuff. And then I look up and I'm like, are we going to go? And they're like, do you want to go? But <laughs> Yes. So like I said, so we didn't arrive before the show It had already started. And then it was frustrating because we we bought those um, Mickey glasses. Those are way cool, by the way. Um, we got those Mickey glasses and, um, you know, they were like, handing them out one at a time. And I just like grabbed a stack and just started shoving it. Put this on, put this on. So cool. Put it on. This is cool. So that was, that was like, you gotta be kidding me people. Yeah. That was, that was frustrating. The, the timing of, of that. I mean, it was frustrating to be so far away given our crew, but you know, and even like getting in at the start, it was very, we couldn't find the guide who was going to take us from the guest relations in front to Spaceship Earth. So really? that was also like, because it was also pouring rain at that moment. So I can totally uh -huh. see that they were like waiting, but come on, I'm paying for this. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> that was, mm. that didn't work out so well. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like it was going to be a big deal and then it turned out not to be? You know, it's it's funny. We were worried about the welcome party and, and kind of regret it. Um, but for the wedding, we had like, we were super confident in all of our vendors and they all showed, you know, real creativity. We were so excited to be working with each other. So I couldn't think of anything that's like a total bummer like that, that, that I was that I was nervous about, you know, it all went really well. Yay. <laughs> and is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? Yeah, you know, so funny. So, okay, so you're going to have an outdoor wedding. Cool, right? But it's not going to be like, you know, it's not going to be like a nice golf course or anything, but it's, it's going to be on a beach and it's going to be, you know, a wooden pavilion and a, and a brick patio and all that stuff. So say you're going to do that and you decide to wear a lace dress. Yeah, 
So your hemline is just, you're, you're going to be picking up all sorts of like little sticks and Spanish moss <laughs> and some woodland creatures and, you know, before the end of the night. And it was funny because the first few minutes of walking around, I noticed it and I, I sat down and, and started to try to pull out these little sticker thingies out of my hemline before my brain registered. Like, yeah, you, you're not going to win this one. You're just, you're just going to have to take nature around with you tonight. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, your dress is going to get some action if you're in an outdoor location. So just be cool with it. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, eventually, you know, after an hour or two, people would come up and they're like, the the bottom of your dress has, let me help you. And you're like, nah, nah, don't worry about it. It's it's <laughs> going to take too long. <laughs> so it's oh. fine. It'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, this is good advice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other tips or advice for people considering Paradise Cove or maybe just looking for an alternative to a Disney's fairy tale wedding? I mean, yeah, to uh, look around. Um, there's a lot of really talented and really creative vendors in the Orlando area. So don't be afraid of looking around like that. And really with Paradise Cove, you should just freaking do it. Um, it's a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful canvas. Um, you can leave it natural. You can put your own stamp on it. Guests love the location because a number of them were staying at Disney hotels and it's just a quick Uber ride. It's about, I guess, like a mile off of Disney Springs. So it's not that far away. And, and like I said before, it feels like there are multiple rooms because there's all these different spaces, but it's all together and staff is super accommodating, really responsive, and you get to work with your own vendors. So yeah, just, just do it. <laughs> Well, Christina, this has been really helpful for anyone who's interested in planning a Paradise Cove event or just considering, you know, what's out there besides Disney. So I appreciate your taking the time. No problem. I'm so happy to, to talk about my wedding and, and all that. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. When you drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the J.D. Power 2022 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study based on 2019 models. See JDPower.com awards for 2022 details.